You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the Tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Welcome in to another day of the Rosie Report. Thanks so much for tuning in. Jim Rosenhaus along with you for our look back at Thursday's action in spring training for the Tribe. A day in Goodyear against the Chicago Cubs. Final score at Goodyear Ballpark. The Cubs won it 4-3. But the takeaways from the game, very important for Zach Zach, another start on his way to preparing for the season, and he was sharp. Five innings, allowed just one run on four hits, didn't walk anyone, and struck out four. And some good pitching, too, relief-wise by James Karinchek, Phil Maton, and the Rule 5 kid, Trevor Steffen, who all pitched scoreless outings. So uh, some good relief work by some key relievers, and who knows, maybe Steffen is is working his way into the mix as someone who has to stay on the major league roster or be offered back to the New York Yankees. Offensively, Daniel Johnson with an RBI base hit. Ben Gamel with an RBI single. Ryan LaVarnway with a sack fly. That scored the runs for the Indians. Owen Miller went three for four on the afternoon. Johnson also had a three-hit day, so things continuing to progress very nicely for those two young players who could be a big part of the Indians' future. After the game, Tribe manager Terry Francona talked about the day. Tito, what would you think of uh, police actor when he bounced back to that? Again, he gave up the, what, the solo homer, but other than that, he was really good. I mean, five innings, I think we probably thought he would go four, but he was so economical and no, I thought he was really good. That was really encouraging. You know, he was talking about how you know they kind of jumped him early in the count at the start of the game, and he he quickly adjusted. But just as you've seen him kind of develop, is that is that always kind of the next step for a young pitcher like that? Is is learn how to read swings and, and how to adjust in game? Yeah, I think as 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 guys stay healthy, you know, we talk about how they can get better. You know, it's not like you can just come back and throw harder, harder, harder. But they learn the leg, they learn themselves. You know, you're right. I mean, Chicago was so aggressive, you know, early on that, I mean, you know, we love the fact that he's working ahead. You know, the guy kind of ambushed him for a solo homer. I'd rather have that than walking guys and stuff like that because he, he can make the adjustment like he did. Uh, Daniel Johnson, uh, you know, keeps banging out the hits. Had a great spring for you guys last year as well. Where Where is he kind of at right now in his, in his progression? Probably, probably behind some guys only because, you know, it, it's kind of the, the pecking order. Um, I think we really think highly of him. Not having a triple A season last year did, didn't help. You know, guys like Daniel where, you know, you can, you can gauge kind of more where they're at. You know, he had split time the year before between double A AA and triple A and had a really good year. You know, would have been nice to get have a nice full triple-A season under his belt. Um, there's a lot to like. And Zach Plesak, who was impressive with those five strong innings, he talked about his performance as he gets closer to opening day. Just guys were jumping on early heaters. Um, 
balls that those heaters kind of leak back to the middle of the plate. So really just getting those balls glove side, I would have been a bit in better shape, but, you know, making the adjustment throughout the game that they were being aggressive. So we kind of had to mix up some pitches to start the bat bat. And then um, once we did that kind of kept them on their heels and just attacked. Is that something you've kind of learned along the way as, you know, reading opposing hitters and, and kind of reacting to what they're doing in a given, in a given game? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think that's really the next step for me is really being able to read swings and read how guys' approaches are through an at-bat, you know, and in that way I can make an attack plan according, accordingly. So, um, yeah, it's just I'm going to continue to attack regardless. And as I focus on my strengths and look to execute, I'm able to read their adjustments and I can understand better how to attack them. Looked like you had a, a pretty solid changeup uh, today as well. Was that something you were feeling out there that the change was working for you? Yeah, change was good. The curveball was really good for me too. A um, couple swing and misses, couple first pitch strikes with it. Um, you know, and with the guys hunting heaters, you know, that changeup really kept them honest. You know, and I could keep that thing away, cause some weak contact, got some outs with it. It does it feel good after uh, the outing you had against San Francisco to? to and have some some easy innings to get through. Uh, it looked like they're uh, the second, third inning. Uh, you got through uh, pretty easily. Is that a feeling like you never want to come off the uh, off the mound after an outing like that? Yeah, no. I mean, it really just comes down to me with my execution and my pitches. Um, I think last outing I was just amped up and trying to throw everything as hard as I could, and I really just got back to executing where I needed to locate and really just commanding the ball with all my pitches. And when you do that, you know, usually good things happen. What's the uh, the next step in the progression then for you uh, for your for your next outing? Uh, where where are you in terms of innings, pitches, or do you feel you where you are where you need to be? Yeah, I think I should have a couple more starts before we get rocking. And I think today was like fifty mid fifty pitches. Um, so it's it's really good to get the up downs and throw five innings. I know we're going to end up working up to ninety pitches eventually. And um, you know with these next two starts, I'm sure that's what we're going to look to try and do. But you know, every time I can, anytime I can go out there and get contact early and not pitch, throw as many pitches as I have to, I mean, I'll take that, you know, so I'm going to continue just to attack. And, you know, as the progression looks to build towards the season, I'm just going to continue to keep my foot on the gas. Zach, I want to get your thoughts on uh, the rotation in, in general right now. Obviously, it's a, a much different look. You know, it's evolved a lot in, in the last couple of years. It's gotten a lot younger. Uh, a lot less experience, but also, you know, a great deal of upside. I'm just, as you've kind of watched this group progress this spring, what have your you know impressions been of, of the, of the total starting group? Yeah. I mean, they, they had us ranked last year with what we had the top rotation in the league, you know, and we still have our core guys who were doing that for us. And, you know, it's just whoever we have out there, they're the number one that day. So regardless, you know, we have a good group, of starters we have a good group of relievers we have a solid depth you know so i think regardless of age we have guys who have tremendous skills so we're going to be in a good spot regardless now one of the players who's trying to make a name for himself here this spring and and work his way into that outfield picture is bradley zimmer who at one point in time not that long ago was a starting center fielder for the cleveland indians but injuries have really derailed his career and now he's giving it another shot in center in a pretty good battle with Oscar Mercado, maybe Ahmed Rosario. We had a chance to visit with Bradley Zimmer earlier this spring, and he talked about some of the challenges that he's facing and how he feels heading into this spring. 
Bradley, you come into camp, and I know um, last year, good good year progress-wise in terms of, of health and, and being able to play. Um, how do you look back on, on last season, even though you, you didn't spend as much time as I'm sure you'd like with the, with the big club? Yeah, no, um, last year for me was uh, um, was honestly a pretty good one, I think, um, you know, based on just uh, being out there, going out to play and, you know, performing early. Um, you know, I felt like I was in a really good position. And then um, obviously, you know, there's not enough at-bats and playing time to go around, which makes it harder. But um, overall, you know, I, I was I was very happy with where I, where I was um, uh, at the beginning of last year. Um, and then, you know, with the season being shortened and all that, it kind of tosses things around. Were you able to make some progress at the alternate site at all? Because talking to different players, some felt that it actually would, was pretty helpful in, in certain areas. Yeah, I mean, it was um, it was tough. It, it was for, you know, I think it, it was you make the best of it. Um, and I think I did a pretty good job of that. Um, I think it just comes down to, you know, me getting reps, um, you know, as a major league player. Um, so, you know, that's obviously my goal coming into this year, building off last year and, um, you know, establishing myself as a major league player again. You mentioned you stayed in Goodyear in the off season. And uh, what was the, the thinking behind that? And how was that helpful heading into spring training? Uh, yeah, it was great. You know, I got to work out of the complex, use all the facilities here, which are, you know, as good as they get. Um, able to work with our staff members and just kind of be on the same page all off season. So it was a, it was a very productive one for me. And, um, and yeah, we, we had, we had some fun as well. I know for a lot of guys who's, who stay there, it's from that strength and conditioning standpoint or rehab standpoint. Um, was it more than that for you though? Were you able to work on, on things with your game that, that you think will be helpful? Yeah. I mean, at this point, um, you know, my career, I think I'm just trying to, fine tune things and just get into, um, you know, utilize the, the off season to uh, fine tune things and then just get in competitive mode and, and be ready ultimately for, you know, the first pitch of spring training. Um, and, you know, I think I, I accomplished that. It was a good one for me for sure. There, there's more than a few outfielders in camp this year. It's, there's a, a lot, yeah. quite a few outfielders there. How do you handle that, the, the competition and, and trying to make a, a spot on this club for opening day? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's nothing new. You know, I've been here for a while, and I think every year it seems like the number grows in the outfield. So, um, you know, it's good. We have a lot of guys, that, um, a good group of guys, and everyone's pushing for um, each other to be, to be the best. And... Um, you know, there's some competition, so it makes it fun. And it, it, it may seem like a long time to you, but it's not that long ago where where you were or had the, the chance to show what you could do and you did it at the major league level. Does that ever come into play for you, knowing that, that you've had some success up here when healthy? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's obviously what you uh, revert back to is um, – uh, you know, knowing that I have played at the highest level and succeeded at the highest level. And, um, and it's just a matter of, of being able to get those consistent reps now for me so that I can, you know, comfortably play at the major league level again. And team wise, you look around and, and you've been here long enough to, 
to notice some changes personnel-wise. How different is it in the clubhouse and around camp this spring, maybe compared to, to three, four years ago? Yeah, it's diff It's definitely different. Um, you know, the team's a lot younger, obviously. A lot of new faces, some new staff members, but it's funny, you know, seeing Brian Shaw come back. Um, he was, you know, he was one of those kind of like veteran guys that were on the team my rookie year. And, you know, everyone pretty much from that team has disappeared, it seems like. So, um, it's, it's definitely a new team, but exciting. You know, I think a lot of people are maybe overlooking our team this year just based on experience, but I think we have every bit of talent to, to be at the top of our division still. That's Bradley Zimmer. You root for anyone who's had to overcome some injury issues, and uh, Zimmer certainly has had a, a decent spring, and, and the best part is he's able to go out there every day with no restrictions and, and just play his game and see where it takes him. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report, episode number 18. Thanks so much, as always, to Bart Swain, Austin Contrulis, and Corporate Trip from Indians PR for lining up our interviews all spring long. And thanks to you for downloading the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report. 